sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody. This is a bonus episode of Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And uh, being the holiday time, we both kind of uh, fucked the pooch on getting the real episode out this week. But uh, you should be used to us being liars at this point if you've been listening. I believe the term is screwed the pooch. Uh, well, that's the bowdlerized version. Uh, I like to I like to speak frankly. That's the Oakland way. But this episode is going to be a very loose, uh, unstructured 2013 year in review type show, maybe. That's that's the idea, anyway. Yeah, that's we'll a look back, happens. and we'll probably just end up talking about stuff from the 90s. Yeah. the uh, I, I was looking at some lists, like the top box office movies and the top billboard charts of the year and stuff. I didn't know any of the shit. Like, I hadn't seen the movies. I, I imagine I've seen the movies. I'll look it up now. I saw Gravity. That's the only one. And I did not <laughs> love I, it. And that's the, that's something I haven't seen. I never never took the time to see it. Oh, I saw Iron Man 3. And I saw Man of Steel. I saw I, I saw a lot of them. Well, I saw Iron Man 3. That was this year? Yeah, that was number one. That was actually guess, decent. Yeah, I thought it was really good. For a superhero I, I movie. Talked to people, or uh, my cousin, about the, some some aspects of it. There were especially good non-superhero stuff, like the his panic attacks were really well well made and it was a, it was a fun movie i liked that he was a dick to the kid too yeah, yeah but he was also nice to him he was like a realistic person to the kid yeah yeah uh yeah that was i mean whatever that that was a superhero movie i didn't even see any i don't know are there do they even make indie movies anymore i feel like they don't they make like studio indie movies um i didn't even see any of those that i especially cared for that stuck out or anything I don't know. I mean, they call them indie movies, but they that will have like it wasn't from this year. It was from a couple of years ago. But the there was an indie popular movie about the time travel with a guy from the league. Oh yeah. I, so that, they're called indie movies, but they star major sitcom stars. So yeah, I don't know. And it's like Warner Brothers independent. Yeah. You know, distribution yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I, but I, you don't you don't see Brothers McMullen or uh, Clerks. You don't see that right now. I don't know. If it's hard to get into theaters, or these guys are just putting stuff right onto YouTube, or what's going on with the with the true independent filmmaker? It, I think yeah, I think it's moved to the internet now. I think for whatever reason, the film industry has gotten even more conservative than it usually is, and just it's all tentpole movies now, and they don't they don't really want to take the chance. Which is too bad. I mean, uh, without that kind of stuff, Tarantino would never have existed, and. Kevin Smith, although Kevin Smith, as we've talked about before, is a little bit of a disappointing career, but he would have never existed. And I don't know what happened to Brothers McMullen guy, because I thought he'd be making fun movies, but he kind of did Brothers McMullen and nothing else. I, I didn't even care. Well, I didn't care for Brothers McMullen so much. I liked either. the story, but the acting was terrible. Yeah, it I thought was the pretty story bad. Was fun. I thought, I, yeah, it was just seemed like kind of bland to me, but it might have been the acting. I don't remember. Um, but 2013, yeah, not a, I mean... Not really a banner year or anything, but you know, not no, a, not I mean, a terrible year. I mean, last year's action movies were much better. That you had the Avengers, which is one of the best superhero movies ever, and the last Batman movie in the same summer. So as far as the big, the big big movies, it was a little bit better. I don't know. I know there's a lot of Oscar movies I haven't seen yet, so maybe they were good. The the Hustle and Flow and or whatever the American Hustle. Is it out now? That's supposed to be good. That kind of movie. I haven't seen any of those. No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen The Wolf of Wall Street. I haven't seen uh, the Lewin Davis, the new Coen Brothers. Yeah, is that out yet? I, it so, was out in limited release. I think it's out now in, in wide release. I just haven't seen it. I'll have to rush out to see that because, uh, you know, they're they're guaranteed good. Yeah, I um, I don't know. It's, you know, it's about the folk singer scene, which is not really my type of music but i trust them enough that all yeah i don't i don't think i don't think the topic matters with those guys yeah no it, it doesn't the big lebowski proved that <laughs> and, and as far as bowling movies go which is better the big lebowski or that kingpin <laughs> ha- kingpin kingpin wasn't bad i have to say it's hilarious i think the farrelly brothers make really funny movies 
and that they are the made airplane. really funny movies. Yeah, uh, do they have they fallen off? I mean, I haven't they did seen that one of the... movie forty two or forty three. That was them. Was. Yeah. Oh man, I couldn't even take five minutes of that. That was pretty bad. So okay. The Ringer was funny. They did that. That was like five or six years ago, though. So I don't even know what that was. That was the one with Johnny Knoxville played a a character who had to pretend to be retarded and, and participate in the Special Olympics. Oh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I, I was out. As as I saw that. Uh, yeah, and they did the one with Matt Damon where he was a conjoined twin or something. Oh, Matt Damon and um, Greg Kinnear. That was pretty funny. Yeah, well, this wasn't their year. Um, yes, 2013 was not, not the Farley Brothers' year. Yeah, I'm, are you looking at the list of like blockbusters or anything? Nothing's jumping out as a great... You know, there's stuff I liked, I, but the, the top ten I've only seen a couple, so... I mean, Hunger Games, I want to see that, but I haven't seen it. Despicable, Despicable Me, last sequels, Despicable Me 2, never saw. Man of Steel was mediocre. It was really I heard it was terrible. I mean, uh, that seemed was, to be a general consensus. It was mediocre. I, I wouldn't say terrible, but it was not really that great. Even for, I, I know comic book fans, not all of them liked it. So yeah, I, that's why I think, for me, that's why I complained about George Clooney. Not because it's George Clooney, but because of the first one. Like, well... I guess they have nowhere to go but up, but I don't see them going very far up. Yeah. Uh, Monsters University was great. Gravity didn't see. You said was it just so so. Frozen uh, didn't see. I'm in the. I'm decidedly in the minority on gra- my opinion of Gravity, but uh, most people, yeah, most people liked it. Yeah. Now Fast and Furious Six. I'm sure you saw it, but I was afraid to see it because I hadn't seen the first five, and. Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful at number nine, and Star Trek Into Darkness at number ten. Yeah, you you really do have to watch. It's like you know reading the Harry Potter books. You you got to watch all the Fast and Furious to really get all the subtleties of what's going on in that series. Yeah, uh, so there's just it's about a, a car that comes to life and becomes furious and very fast. Well, I mean that's how it starts. Oh. And, yeah, and then it goes more into a uh, a social commentary and really a, a critique of uh, consumerist society by the time you get to the sixth movie man that's it's kind of interesting that something that's that's so esoteric and and kind of i guess you could say it was a a, a thoughtful movie is so popular it's i mean number eight you, you can't say that about iron man three i mean iron man three was good but it's not it's not it's not a thinker no 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 not like the fast and furious series and Unfortunately, you know, we lost uh, one of the stars of the series this year, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So I, uh, I don't mean to correct you. We did lose him, but they found him at an Arby's in uh, Tulsa. So he's been found. Arby's, it's always the last place you look. The uh, Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm looking at the list right now of like the Billboard top songs. I don't recognize a goddamn single one of them. Um, is, is there any uh, Hannah Montana in there? Uh, that's what I... That's what I figured would be like near the top, but she's not coming up. Uh, let's see. No. Huh. Pitbull featuring Kid Dollar Sign, huh? <laughs> Is that uh, number two? That's not my joke. That's a Joel McHale thing from the, the suit, but I that's how I always say it. Um, pink? What? One Republic? I don't even know what that is. It sounds like, like a shitty new metal band or something. Um yeah, I don't know any of these. Oh, Royals by Lord, I know. Um, I don't think I've heard that, but I've heard of it. It's it's. I probably have heard it. What you would expect. Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, Miley Cyrus, Wrecking Ball, number nine. And One Direction at number ten. Um, so yeah, this is not my scene, man. Uh, the Billboard Top 100. But I. Or is. Uh, the year the chickens took over, and also the year that the U.S. Postal Service uh, became a subsidiary of the Amazon. Dot com. All right. Uh, what what are you what are your memories of 2013, Pat? Was it a good year? Better than 2012? Oh, dude, I thought you were just ignoring me, but. Now I think uh, we got cut off. Oh, this is a great fucking episode already. All right, hold on. Uh, we'll try this again. All right, we're back. 
Well, I'm looking at the Billboard Top 200 albums, and I have I have to say number one was an, uh, the songs from it. I I heard I enjoyed 2020 Experience, Justin Timberlake. Eh, the it was too long. The oh, I didn't were, hear. I I've only heard some of the songs. So on the is it a two disc set? Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, Volume One and Volume Two. The, all the songs are like 15 minutes long, so it's and it's not really the kind of music to support the length, that kind of length. So. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, some nice Michael Jackson-ish stuff. I don't know. It would be, would have been one good album, uh, and with songs songs length edited. I feel like. But yeah, so you, too... what's that? So he's uh, kind of like Stephen King and uh, J.K. Rowling. Too popular, nobody wants to edit down his music, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, is that the case with uh, J.K. Rowling? Uh, a little bit. The later books are are. They're longer because there's they're written for like each year she writ, wrote them for an older audience like the readers are growing with the characters but at the same time there's some there's some 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 pages could have been cut right out. Yeah, I mean, I I guess that you know when you get that big you you just get to do whatever you want. That's why you know Jay Z sucks now. Um, if he was ever good, it's debatable. Well, now he's a sports agent. Yeah, I hear he's uh, he's in financial trouble. Well, I mean, for he Jay Z, I don't know what that means. He, he I didn't hear that. I just made, I had just heard all the hype about him being a, a baseball sports agent. So, I guess that's why he changed careers to get some more money. Yeah, mo money, more mo problems. I've never found that to be the case. I never found that to be the case. Uh, I, in fact, I would say I think I think I'm justified in saying mo money, less problems is generally the rule of life. I agree. Uh, well, although I think there must be a more interesting way to say less, like mo money lay problems. Lay problems? Wait, wh- why are you making it sexual? Everything's sexual at its base. Even money. Especially money. Especially Fast and Furious 6. Or as we say in Europe, Fast and Furious sex. Touché. Yeah, uh, it was a uh, kind of an unremarkable year when you look at the hits, but uh, there was some there was some good stuff. I mean, we'll talk about the music uh, next week when we finally do it. Yeah, the the more interesting music, not the not the Billboard stuff. Yeah, um, TV TV was I mean Breaking Bad, of course. You didn't watch it, but uh, Breaking Bad ended. That was probably the uh, the show of the year, and. Uh, I think Parks and Rec came back strong for the five episodes they aired. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Are they they they're kind of moving around the schedule? Do they not like it? Are they waiting for Community to come back and put them together? I don't know. Yeah, I don't it's irritating know though. Yeah. I know Community is coming back with an hour long episode, but I don't know if that means an hour long episode or two half hours put together so they can burn them off. I think it's two. I mean, that's, that's usually how they do it. I well that one season of the office they they made actual hour long episodes. That's true. But... They did a lot. I mean, too many hour the hour long yeah. episodes. Yeah. Really, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Community. Uh, I've enjoyed Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've enjoyed Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed Sleepy Hollow too. I am surprised by how many people have enjoyed it. There's a lot of people who, who say great things about it, and I'm a little surprised by that because most of the time when I like a show, it's not that popular, so it's kind of neat. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, although on the other hand, Dads didn't get uh, canceled either, right? So yeah, yeah that doesn't make any sense. I I think it's a whole Seth MacFarlane thing. I don't think it's popular because they're really pushing it, but I think it's like, well, he does good with his his cartoons, so let's give him give him some chance to make the show better and let's be nice to him so he'll give us more stuff. That's yeah. all I can think of because it's it was, but you know, maybe it improved. I'll, I will never find out. Maybe in season five, when it's getting all kinds of awards, I'll I'll lurk back in and find out how wrong I was and write a personal apology letter to Seth Green. Yeah, I mean, you know, that does happen sometimes. Like it it uh it definitely happened with Mr. Belvedere. You know, you watch that first season, you're like, what is this shit? But oh, I have to disagree. I, Mr. Belvedere had me by my ears in episode one, moment one, with with little Wesley. Wesley. <sighs> Wesley, I just that, sat on my balls, Wesley. The actor who played Wesley is now the senator from, I think it's either South Dakota or 
New Mexico, one of those uh, states that, that look like uh, boxes. One of the flyovers. Is he really? No. No. Oh. I mean, I would have believed South Dakota. <laughs> New Mexico, not so much. You know, well, well. speaking of old shows, you remember uh, Gopher was yeah. some senator from uh, some fucked up. Well, that's another thing in 2013, the, the Senate, Congress. Oh, right, the, the government shutdown. Yeah, proving themselves just to be an, really nothing more than a bunch of fucking ding-dongs. Once again. Yeah, that was... That, I, I don't think anyone thinks that was a good idea on either side. The Tea Party people really kind of lost a lot of leverage by doing that. Yeah, what a shock. They weren't in tune with the majority of the country. Uh, but, I mean, you can see at, at this point, you know why they did it. Because once once uh, uh, the ACA actually is in effect, which is uh, in three days, and people have insurance through it and are probably, let's say, let's be conservative as you don't like to be. But let's say 60% happier than the program, what they had before. Let's say there's some people that are upset about it, whatever. But the people who are happy or will not let. Uh, any entity touch it and if they try to touch it they'll be voted out of office so they wanted to get it out before people actually were receiving the service so you can see the logic behind it but <laughs> there were it was losing cause and there's and it really wasn't helping anyone that's the real important thing except for you know the the super rich yeah well i mean come on man congress more like cantgris anyway uh, i remember eb white said that originally you should really uh Quote the originators of your funny Bon Mons. You sure it wasn't uh, Joel McHale on that one, too? I, I mean, it I might have actually, it too. It might have been uh, Fast and Furious, too. As I said, I haven't seen any of them. So a lot, a lot of your political humor goes right over my head, and I just snicker to make myself look smart. I, I would like to admit that now on the, on the holiday episode. No, well, that's good. I mean, my political humor is very uh, incisive and, and erudite. So, which reminds me of a gopher urban. I I don't believe it's true, but it was a very funny story that was that was told when he was a congressman, and um, he was at the Capitol and got on an elevator, and there was an intern in there, and the intern said Lido deck, and the intern was immediately fired. I I don't think Gopher would fire somebody over that. If I know Fred Grandy, I think he's got a good sense of humor about his past. Well, he is a Republican. Was he a Republican? Yeah. Oh man, man, he really was a good actor then. You could never tell. No, because I mean, I I just assumed Hollywood liberal from the way he conducted himself on the Love Boat, sleeping around. I I don't remember him sleeping around. Oh come on, he was Gopher. I mean, it was it was implied. That's something I didn't, uh, and I still don't know for sure. Is a nightcap, does that mean an actual drink? Or does nightcap mean, you know, you're going back to your room to uh, take your clothes off? I mean, I think, you know, it's it's another one of those things. It's it's like a, a roofie, you know? What does it mean? Is it is it Rohypnol that you give somebody to make them pass out? Or, you know, is it just a pleasant uh, addition to the, your drink? I don't know. You know, it's it, it's a gray area. It's like it's like the the greatest song of 2013's uh, "Blurred Lines." Tried to point out, I've actually never heard that song, and I was just trying to dig myself out of that hole that I was going into. Um, as as a penance for digging that hole, I think you should listen to that song five times after after the podcast is over. Well, I have listened to the uh, Marvin Gaye song that he stole it from, allegedly. So I think I, I think I'm close enough. <laughs> well, when you say he, who do you mean? Does, does Robin Thicke write his own music? Allegedly, ooh, let's look that up. Blurred lines. Uh, Wikipedia to the rescue. You can feel free to talk about some other 2013 shit. Why did I just Google Wikipedia? What a fucking idiot <laughs> I am. Jesus Christ. Oh, it, it's uh, it is by it says he's one of the writers along with Farrell Williams, Farrell Williams and Clifford Harris Jr. But he doesn't give his dad any of that songwriting credit. That's true. Is which is where he got it. He got the talent obviously from Alan Thicke. So he should put Alan Thicke's name on. Well, he does put half of his name on everything he does. That's true, I guess. 
So Alan, speaking of 2013, Alan Thicke wrote the theme song for a bunch of sitcoms, right? Yeah. Yeah, like Facts of Life and uh, Different Strokes. So weird. I mean, and that's that's something that's held up into 2013, too, is, you know, the, the catchphrase, uh, what you talking about, Willis? Yeah. Stronger than ever. Jive, getting, turkey. Getting stronger every day. Uh, much like the uh, Chicago song. There's a Chicago song named Drive Turkey? Yes. That's a good one. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thinking of the Ohio players. But they do have a song called Jive Turkey. And it's pretty I, good. Uh, go look it up on YouTube, everybody. I heard a song the other day, and I thought it was a, a recent song, and it was from 1980. Echo Beach by, I'm sure you know, I forget. Is, <laughs> is it Martha and the Muffins or Martha something? Martha and the Muffins, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that's been going on, though, for this whole decade, I think, is is just all this, uh, everything sounds 80s, all this new stuff. Um, we've talked about it a little bit before, I, you know, I don't think there's been any real new musical movement since, I don't know, I don't know, different people would say different things, I guess. I guess rave music or techno, if you really consider that a movement, um more than just a bunch of kids getting high and uh, dancing to shitty music. But, I mean, I guess that would be the last real major one, I would say, maybe shoegaze for me. Um, but, you know, that was 90s. Like, there's there's not a lot. It's it's all... Uh, Wait, what's know, shoegaze? Like, My Bloody Valentine. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't... I haven't seen a lot. It's just more, um, not, not mashups, but like appropriating all kinds of different shit. I mean, that's, I guess that's inevitable with the internet and people can get all this music now, um, you know, get a song here and a song there rather than having to buy full albums. So they, they listen to a lot more stuff from the past. Um, although my, maybe my least favorite group of the year was, uh, I don't even know what that is. I I guess I'm lucky three sisters and they sound like i don't know easy listening 80s rock it's pretty terrible (laughs) and yet you know the hipsters were all jumping all over it It, that's the kind of stuff i don't get like they have these somebody somewhere suddenly decides oh this music is cool now even though it never was you know i mean i i like some uh hollow note stuff but like i I don't want to listen to that exclusively you know what i mean is, it, is that a thing is hollow notes like yeah like hollow notes you know got got revi- revitalized a, a few years ago and i think this year it was like fleetwood mac is all of a sudden cool music to listen to it's not it's shitty music people not not hollow notes but fleetwood mac is definitely shitty music i well is fleetwood mac the the they do the clinton what was that clinton song that yeah that don't doing? stop yeah, that's that's Fleetwood Mac, and yeah. now we're back again. No, like a hip, it's like a hipster ironic. We're listening to this ironically. I can't even tell anymore, dude. I don't know if it's <laughs> ironic, or I mean, because the hipsters kind of like if they actually like something, but they know it's not cool, they'll act like they're liking it ironically. But I think they actually just like it, and it's shitty, you know. And they can't just admit they like something shitty. I listen to plenty of stuff that I know is shitty, and I like it. Uh, right it's not ironic i actually enjoy it so yeah it's kind of annoying to me um all this you know smooth rock there there's a reason uh punk punk rock was invented and it was in reaction to that crap so hi am hi am (laughs) are they from israel no i think they're probably from fucking long island or some shit um go fuck yourselves was that racist of me i I assume all right i'm gonna look up hi am now that I have uh, found Wikipedia on uh, on Google, did you, so you Google for Wikipedia? That's interesting. I don't know why I did. Well, I just wasn't thinking. I never do that. I usually just Google what I'm looking for, and Wikipedia is usually the first oh, thing that comes up. Uh, I guess now I gotta some... go to the goddamn disan- disambiguation page. There we go. <laughs> oh, they're a musical group from California, Los Angeles. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's all coming together. Yep. Yeah. No, they're. Uh, they're terrible, and they got they got super hyped, and like all the all the hip publications were saying how great they were, and it's just it's just shit. 
let's see what uh, according to wikipedia most frequently compared to fleetwood mac look there you go <laughs> hyam's sound has been described as new folk meets 90s r&b and music that sounds like it was written on a lakeside retreat attended by Stevie I, Nicks, John Waite, and Andre. Are you Vogue. reading this or just making this up to be funny? No, dude, that's what it says. So oh, if man. that sounds like your thing, uh, well, is new folk any, anything similar to new jazz? Uh, I think it's it's actually worse because it's folk. I, I I like some folk. I like some like fifties, forties, sixties folk, but I can't stand new jazz. So if it's if it's anywhere similar, I'm. I'm going to, I'm out. I just, I'm out right now. Yeah, I, I have a, well, I think we talked about before, like, after Coltrane and, and maybe, you know, Albert Ayler, I, I guess, like, mid to late 60s jazz, late 60s when it started getting really shitty to me. I can't listen. And then and then it just, like, got smooth jazz and stuff. Well, that's the stuff that sucks. There, there's still some jazz artists that are good in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even now, I'm sure, that I don't really know about. But the majority, you're right. It's crap. It's Kenny G and that yeah. Kind of... I, that's that's my problem is I don't know I don't know where to look for jazz now. Like it's it's really hard to find out who's doing good shit in modern jazz. You know. Yeah, I I think the the audience for modern jazz is 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 not the audience that liked uh, jazz back in the '60s. So yeah, and and I mean there, there was some there was yes there was definitely some good stuff. I know there was a whole like New York. Uh, avant jazz thing going in the 70s and, and yeah, i like like uh some herbie hancock stuff from the 70s and even uh on the corner by miles davis which is like almost a funk jazz thing i like but yeah I, it's then after that i just i lose track and, and it's like not a world that i have enough knowledge about to to keep up I think in the '70s there was a lot of use of jazz in movie soundtracks, and it was actually usually pretty good. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, I think the '80s. I mean, the '80s kind of fucked a lot of yeah a lot of black music forms up. Like that's when even soul like got really glossy and overproduced and all synthesizers. The, yeah, drum machines and and synthesizers in it, so that there was actually no soul to the music anymore. Um, and it's, I mean, it's continued. If you listen to like the R and B stuff that's out today, it's, it has nothing in common with Otis Redding or Sam Cooke or Sly and the Family Stone or any of the, the great ones. I mean, Prince is still doing cool shit. Yeah. Oh, we said his name. We better, we better keep it short. Lest we get sued. Unlike Morris Day in the Time. Does that help? Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> Prince will appreciate that. Any put down a Morris Day. He already has his gravestone ready. I was better than Morris Day and Michael Jackson. R.I.P. Well, I think everybody knows he he won the Michael Jackson War. Well, he won him by first of all him. outliving him, but he he did hire that doctor to kill him. Well, so. that 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 yeah, I don't know if we should talk about that either. See, now we're back into uh, Prince getting litigious. Okay. We can't prove it. I mean, you and I could prove it if we. If, if we, we wanted to risk, risk our lives, right. we could prove it. But we, it's not... we could prove it, but it's not worth it. No, no. And, you know, really, he didn't even have to do it because what the hell, after Thriller, Michael Jackson was just kind of a steady decline in, in musical quality anyway, right? So, Well, I, I mean, I guess you've heard about all the lawsuits where Prince was trying to get custody of the children. Well, he just wanted a kid named Blanket. But after he got married, I think he... He can do that on his own. So well, his but his legal reasoning was very sound. He said, "Well, it's the the rights of succession. I am now the king of pop, since I, he was the prince of right, pop. Right? He's no longer the prince. He is the king. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he didn't he didn't uh, want the fat light white lady for his wife. I I noticed that, but you know, I guess that's you know, that's uh, force majeure. I don't even know what the fuck that means. The right of kings." And of course, uh, the the king of country, uh, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, also big in 2013. Did he uh, he come out? He didn't come out, but oh, shoot, I think I, you know I'm rooting for him. Me too. It, someday, I mean, he's had gray hair since the 60s, so God knows how old he is. But 
he's he's had so much uh, plastic surgery. I think he actually had a crown implanted on uh, the top of his head. You know what I've always liked about him? His beard? He knows when to hold them. He does. He knows when to fold them. I mean, he folded uh, Kenny Rogers' roasters. The perfect at, time. At perfect time. Made a killing in the stock market. Like, right oh, when chickens gained sentence. He said, okay, I no longer want to eat this this food that's made from animals who are smarter, not, smarter than me who can play tic-tac-toe. No, his, exactly. And he did it. And as I said, this was the year that the chickens took over. Um, so, I mean, he's probably protecting his own ass. But Yeah, but he was years ahead. He, no. Uh, chickens Rogers, took over in 2013. He gave up in 2007. He, he saw the, the handwriting on the blackboard. Yeah, the, the chicken scratch, as it were. The... Uh, well, no, Kenny Rogers always two steps ahead, man. So he knew when to when to run. Yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta count your money, dude, when you're sitting at the table. No, you don't count your money when you're sitting at the table because there'll be ta- time enough for counting when the dealing's done, and he knew that. He counted his money in his house, surrounded by his chicken servants, who by, he set free. His, yes, his chicken slaves, which he, who he. He did set free, and, and now he's safe from the chicken apocalypse. So, yeah, Kenny Rogers, a good year for him. The king R. of country. Oh, he didn't die. I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, what else? There's got to be more on the Kenny Rogers front that we're missing. I mean, that's what really what this episode should have been, is, is Kenny Rogers. I would like to start, and with your permission, I would like to rename our, our podcast to Kenny Rogers is Happening. Kenny Rogers is is happening that's the, yes, the name that's the that's the name of the podcast well, of course you have my blessing for that but i i'm just thinking is there anything we can do snappier than that kenny rogers what roasters. is happening uh, the name oh, is free now kenny rogers roasters that would be good it's it's out there so ooh, and you know because we kind of roast people sometimes you know we get we get all <laughs> we kind of Put their feet to the fire a little bit sometimes. These pop culture. <laughs> oh, Kenny Rogers roasters. It's perfect. <laughs> I love wordplay. Oh, me too. <laughs> Kenny Rogers roasters. Oh, we're geniuses. Or genii, as as our chicken overlords say. Do we have to grow beards? Uh, I, I know. I'm, I, I don't think I can commit that much to it because it, uh, it itches too much. You know, I mean, slight discomfort. I'm a, I'm a white, uh, middle-aged dude. Slight discomfort is basically like the Holocaust to me. So I, I'm not gonna do the beard, but I but gotta I, say that's a pretty optimistic comment. Middle-aged. I, I think you're near death. But you want to say middle-aged? Go for it. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going by the country in general. You know, the, the median age. With the new chicken overlords, I don't think any of us are going to get past. Uh, 35, yeah. not 90. No, so. yeah, I, I, I think it's it's all coming to a head. A chicken head. Uh, what else happened in 2013? I, I really, you know, one day... Robin I, Williams made his magnificent comeback that we it. were all waiting for since 1970. Yeah, since, since back when he was on uh, Steptoe and Son, the, uh, the British precursor to Sanford and Son, obviously. Have you seen that? I would love to watch that. I've never seen Steptoe and Son. I don't know if it's available here. Yeah, me neither. Although, Step, what's... YouTube. Fucking. All right. Oh, I'm getting on, on YouTube. YouTube. Talk, talk for a second. And the All in, All in the Family uh, precursor must be available as well. And I have seen the Maud precursor, which was Faulty Towers, and it's very funny. Oh, was that Maud? I think so. I, maybe I'm making shit up, but I'm pretty sure. And Good Times uh, precursor was uh, Amos and Andy. Oh, oh, I've got it all wrong. I thought there was a, a sitcom in uh, a British sitcom where the the two black folks living together were the only two in the whole country, and it was called Bad Times. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, Steptoe and Son is all over YouTube, dude. Jeez, I guess I'll have to watch it now and not enjoy it because I'll be be waiting for where. When's he gonna say Big Dummy? When's he gonna say Big Dummy? What was his wife's name that he was coming for all the time? Oh, I always get this wrong. Me too. I always want to say Mildred, and that's not it. I always want to say Esther, and that's not it either. No, because that was on Esther. Yeah. Oh, did uh, I ever... Did I tell you that I... Elizabeth. Wrote... Elizabeth. Thank you. That's something Barack Obama got wrong, so we don't have to feel bad. 
Did he? Yeah, he said, "I'm coming for you." Uh, uh, what's what's the Jefferson's wife's name? Whatever. Wheezy. Coming for you, Wheezy. He did not. He did. That's. Oh man. I mean, I guess. Well, well, he's part white, so you can't completely fault him. But yeah, that's pretty bad. I think it's it's more uh, a damnation of Harvard's Harvard's pop culture program. Yeah, and as well as their law program. Let's I'd, be honest. And well, that's slander. Really, I'm coming for you, Wheezy. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what the hell were we talking about? Um, I don't fucking know. I have... The name, Elizabeth from San Francisco, was, made you think of something. Yeah, I lost it. I lost it. Um, okay, well, I'll never get it back. Yeah, no. It was a good one, too. You, you can all thank Pat. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, let's go back further. The Chicken Overlords, uh, Sanford and Son, Amos and Andy. Yeah, I don't know, dude. This is... Oh, I know what it was. I uh, I wrote lyrics for the Sanford and Son theme. Uh, did I ever Did I ever tell you those? No, you didn't. Well, it's a great theme. It is, and I couldn't... But I can't get past, like, the bridge... So, all right, here, here is my lyrics. Let me see if I can remember them. Uh, it's Fred Sanford and his stupid son Lamont, their friend Grady. They live in a stank junkyard, and Aunt Esther's bitch ass stops by, too. But see, then it goes into the... I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> so maybe listeners can help out. That's really good. And now I'm going to watch the show and be singing along now. Yeah, it, it works. I mean... Have we done a Sanford and Son episode? Nope. That's stupid. We need to have Amy on. What? What is her fucking name? Ami? Amy? Oh, Ami, yeah. Yeah, Ami? It's all... Amy? Ami? I think it's Ami. What? Yeah, she's, well, she's not doing... Oh, she would like Sanford and Son, wouldn't, wouldn't she? We're going to do office or uh, the Office versus Newsroom with her. Oh, I'm down with that, yeah. Well, but why Ami? Her parents, like, collaborators or something? Jesus. It's America. Yeah, we should have her on. Uh, haven't haven't heard from her for a while about the show, so. Yeah, she has stopped giving reviews, so I think she might have started list, stopped listening. So that's perfect for us to talk about her. This, yeah, I, and I'm sure the listeners are thrilled about us talking about somebody they have no idea who she is as well. Well, I think they can. Well, you know what they can do. Yeah, I mean, well. Oh, we had we. Oh, never mind. I was that was talk. a big build-up for a never mind. I was going to bad talk all our listeners. I, I realize that's the wrong thing to do in this holiday time. No, it is. Yeah, it's it's a new year is dawning, um, and and really, I I think, I think we're finally going to see world peace, two thousand fourteen. Yes, finally. I mean, it seems we're on the brink. Is it is it because we bomb everyone else? We bomb them into submission, <sighs> and uh, and then. After, you know, I think it's been long enough since we've been bombing people that they now uh, are expressing gratitude toward us for it. So, you know, it always takes a few years. You know, Vietnam was kind of, they were kind of holdouts, you know, for a while. But but I think I think everybody loves us now in the world. Or or they will by next year. That's, that's my, that's, that's how I see things going anyway. I like your positive attitude. Yeah, yeah. I mean... What's a few bombings among friends? $50 billion. Uh, How were your holidays, John? Uh, it was fine. Um, I th- th- threw my back out. Well, that stinks. Yeah, but I did get... Uh, I got a black exploitation box set of, of uh, music. Not not movies. Uh, and what else did I get? Oh, I got like so- a, a Britpop box set oh that's neat I, what's black exploitation music is it well it's like the the songs from the black exploitation movies oh okay well, that's yeah. cool that's yeah fun. so it's really good and uh i also got a my mom gave me like a 50 dollar gift card so i got a uh martin scorsese's world cinema on uh it's like a criterion collection box set oh that's awesome yeah and it's a bunch of movies i'd never heard of from like senegal and turkey and stuff so Stoked to watch that. How were how were your holidays? They were a lot of fun. I got the complete Calvin Hobbes collection, which perhaps we could incorporate into a future episode because I know uh, I think you have that. Yep, I've got it. 
I got a couple other comic books because now that ever since I got a Kindle, I don't read uh, paper books as much. So it, it doesn't seem like it's a, a gift I really want because I'm just going to get them the Kindle anyway. So, but comic books are, I don't really like reading them as much on a, or at all on a Kindle. So yeah, I've never tried. But, it seems like it would be, I, I wouldn't want to do it either. So there was a Charles, I think his name's Charles Burns. I haven't read it yet, but it got good reviews and Daniel oh, Klaus. the guy from MASH. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his his uh, illegitimate son, but yeah, same family, and uh, uh, Daniel Klaus is that his name? The guy yeah. from Ghost Rope? His his the, the guy most that, recent one he did. The guy that Shia LaBeouf ripped ripped off with his uh little, yeah. Little well, film? I thought yeah. I thought it was the other way around. Uh, Shia LaBeouf made a fantastic well an indie movie. He made an indie movie. The first Klaus, real indie movie of the decade. Yeah, the, he made that, and then Klaus used his time machine to copy it. Uh, and it made a big uproar. So what a dick! I know. And then he he had the temerity to complain about it on Twitter. You know, I I mean I think that's another thing that'll happen in 2014 is that history will vindicate Shia LaBeouf as the great artist that he is. That that story might have been the the most ridiculous thing I've ever. How did he think he would get away with that? And how did he think he would get away with putting an apology up that was an actual plagiarized apology? What what was he thinking? And uh, I thought I thought maybe maybe it was a deal where it was like he copied just you know the general aspects of the story and it was not a stri- but it's a straight copy like word for word. Yep. And it'd be great if it was an actual you know collaboration with Klaus, but no, he just did it on his own. So stupid. Yeah, and then he gave one of those gilly sorry, which was as you said was plagiarized, and and he and it was some like bullshit thing too where like he's even. Even though it was plagiarized, it was bullshit. Um, with with like, well, it was uh, you know, I didn't give credit to the source material, but you know, it was more an inspiration. Whatever the fuck. It's not inspiration when you're taking actual lines. An inspiration would be a similar story, but when you're taking actual word for word lines in the whole general story from the original, <laughs> yeah, no good. Goodbye. And I never, you know, I know a lot of pro- people had problems with him. I never really cared. He's just, an, you know, an actor who's popular, which sometimes makes people upset. But I didn't, I thought, oh, who knows what's going to happen. Good things happen with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's pretty cool. Maybe the same thing will happen with him and people will stop complaining. But, well, now I know that's not going to happen. Nope. I mean, he was, he's basically this generation's screech from Saved by the Bell. And I'm sure one day he will be reduced to porn. Well, at this rate, it won't be a reduction. That's true. He'll be elevated. I also went to New York City. It was fun. I met up with a friend from college, and apparently in New York, there's... I've, I've, I have two minds of this. I think Christmas lights are a huge waste of electricity and just kind of stupid because of that, but they're also wonderful, so... I'll admit that, that I love looking at them. But in New York, there's a thing where the large department stores have their windows are set up with really neat displays. So as you walk by, you can look in and they've done like one store had abdominal snowman doing something all the way through. And it was a theme and it was fun. Another store had a bunch of crazy stuff. Anyway, I thought that was pretty neat to look at. As I was walking by one, I was, I, I said, why is there a line here? Cause I couldn't tell, like, is there something on sale? It's, it was after Christmas. So I didn't, and, but it was a couple days after Christmas, so I didn't think it was like people returning stuff. And I, so I just, I, it was the curiosity got the better of me, and I had to ask someone in line. I said, "Why are you guys waiting in line?" And the guy said, "Oh, we wait in this line so we can look at the window displays. The same window displays I could see as I walked by through the line. They had to wait so they could carefully examine. And the line went for a full city block. Fucking so that tourists, was man. Kind of crazy." I was a tourist, and I thought that was stupid. Well, you're a tourist from the city. I should say. Fucking hick tourists. <laughs> so weird, and and they then they they just laughed at me for asking. I'm like, well, why would someone wait to look at stuff I could wait look while I walk by? But it was still neat to say, and it was very cool to walk by uh, Thirty Rock, and uh, well, that's where Liz Lemon was, so that was neat. So I was a tourist at that point. Yeah, I w- I will say, uh, 2013. Since you brought up Liz Lemon, um. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are hosting, what, the Golden Globes, I guess? Uh-huh. I just love Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, man. 
Yeah, I do too. My and love has not dimmed in 2013 for either of them. I think they're both great. They uh, Tina Fey has a new show coming. No or, shit, does she? I, I shouldn't say coming. It's like a they they greenlit lit a pilot that she's creating. So I don't know if she's going to be in it or if she's just writing it. Well, even if she's just writing it, I'm on board. And I think it was something about an all-girls school. I read just a quick synopsis, so I'm not sure about that. So we'll see. So that should be fun. And I guess Rashida Jones has something coming to Fox, and she's pretty awesome. She but, is. I mean, although... But we don't, we don't know how her writing would be, so we'll see. Oh, is she actually writing it? Yeah, she created... I mean, it's something that she... Cre- I don't know. Maybe she is just, like, the star. But I, I was under the impression from the article I read that she was, she was creating it. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's like uh, Zoe Dustin with New Girl. She doesn't write that, but she's... No, I think, I think Rashida Jones wrote a movie, uh, her and... I can't remember who else was in it. God damn it. Uh, anyway, no, I, I, I would believe she wrote it. Bringing it full circle, Rashida Jones, you know what her dad wrote? St- uh, Sanford and Son theme. That's right. It's Fred Sanford and his stupid son Lamont. Oh, you guys already heard it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, nothing stood out so much for me this year. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of albums I liked. I watched a lot of TV. Oh, Orphan Black. Have you seen that? Uh, no, a British show, right? Sci-fi. It's it's like BBC America. I think it was actually specifically made for BBC America. I think it's actually a Canadian show. Oh, but, okay. but uh, yeah, it is. It is sci-fi. It's really good. And that's that's high praise because for you, sci-fi is not a first choice. It's not even a third choice. There, so. I've I've after reading uh, Ready Player One, I've kind of gotten the urge to read other sci-fi because that was so much fun. And recently, there is a list of the best sci-fi of. 2013 on on io9 so i i'm going to try to read a bunch of this this stuff you should go to io9 and read so some of the synopsis sound good anyway tell me more about black uh no i i don't want to tell you about it you should you should just watch it that that's okay. a that's a good one um he can find it you know you know how to find this stuff um yeah that was good uh i kind of like the americans i didn't think that was too bad uh we've talked about this before you should you should make 2014 a time to start watching Justified because it's okay. very good. All right, I'll I'll try it. I really the first season didn't grab me, so yeah, the first season I think they were find, finding what they're doing because the first episode of the first season they changed everything. Like the first episode, um, I, I'm going to spoil a little bit. The guy from yeah from the Shield, the Shield was supposed to die, and that was supposed to be his only appearance on the show. But they liked his acting and they liked the character so much, so they brought him back. Right, I so knew I think, that. I think they were try they're just kind of finding where they were going and I think after that it got a lot better especially the yeah just try it out if, try just try the second season if you still don't like it then I I approve you not watching but right. I think it's really good. I think my my problem was with the first season um I don't even know if I watched the whole first season or not um but with dramas now I I like dramas that have like a long continuing storyline and it seemed very episodic like yeah, it, it, after the first season, it's not as episodic. There's usually a like a, a big bad for the season, and the each not each episode, but most episodes are leading to something. So yeah, I guess the first episode, the first season didn't have that as much, but it definitely does have it after that. And great acting, all right, from both the main main uh, cast and the the guest stars. They've and I, I've talked about how much I like Elmer Leonard and the the guys who write for that show. The, Men and women, I don't really know who write, write for it, but they, they do a good job of finding Leonard's voice. And I don't know if most of the characters are created by him, but I think some of the characters they created just for the show, and they're really good too. So, All right, yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah, you check out Orphan Black. Um, I Well, you really need to watch The Wire, dude. Oh, my God. I went out last uh, last week and just talked to a bunch of people I just met, and they're talking about Game of Thrones. I said, well, I haven't watched that yet. I read the books. I don't know if I want to watch it. It's, you know, I have a lot of stuff I need to watch. I, I still haven't watched The Wire, and one one guy just like dropped his his Civil War, and he's like, "You have to watch that right now. Everything else you're watching is not important. You should watch that show right now." That guy was 100% right. <laughs> so I I I will make that my 2014 show. I do like that he, he you said his monocle dropped into his champagne glass. Yeah, well, I only talk to people while drinking champagne. Otherwise, I just don't have the guts. The uh. What else? Yeah, you need to watch The Wire because um, we we can do a whole show on that on that series. Um, the 
what else? See, it's all TV. We're going to do our music one next week, So, and I haven't seen very many movies. Um, Broadchurch was decent. Um, Never heard of it. It's another British one. Uh, there's a, another British one that I can't remember the name of right now with Gillian uh, Anderson. Really? That was that was good. Yeah. Um, huh. So yeah, it was it was a decent. Are you a watcher of Downton Abbey? Yeah, I watched Downton Abbey. Is, is it it's worth watching? I have not seen that at all. It's all right, dude. I mean, it's all not right, yeah. the greatest thing ever, but it's entertaining. Yeah, I know people like that. It's written by this like really conservative dude. Um, Julian Fellows. There's a new Sherlock coming. I hear. I still haven't watched the second season of that. Oh yeah, yeah. And Sherlock's coming in January or something. I don't even know. So when they show it in the UK, it's a, they show it at the same time here. No, no, they show it delayed here. Well, that's stupid because pretty much everyone's going to be getting downloading a copy. Yep. So they might as well have simultaneous sharings. Errands. Although they do show it on PBS here, so I think maybe. The general PBS audience doesn't probably know how to download shows. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> the general PBS audience is all 75 years old. Yeah. And and then us. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're already looking ahead to 2014. That's the way it should be. Don't look Never back. look behind. Yeah. No. It's all, I mean, it all smells like shit. After oh, a while. it's not an indie movie, but there's a, a review I saw that said that Invisible Woman or Invisible Girl? Is that what that's called? The, the Rafe, Rafe Fiennes has a movie coming out? Oh. Or maybe it's already out that he plays... Does he play Dickens? And uh, uh, somebody plays his his secret girlfriend? And it's supposed to be a really well-made movie? I had no idea, dude. Huh. All right, I'll try to remember that. But I, I, I might have that all wrong. I might have the wrong people. But it sounded, it sounded like it might, might have been a good movie. I, there's a lot of... Well, it sounds like you research it well. Thanks. That's really all that counts. I, 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 I pride myself on that. As do we both. I think as this show amply demonstrates week after week. It's called The Invisible Woman. And it is Ray Fiennes. And Felicity Jones plays the, the character. And it is Charles Dickens, so I had that right. Who's Felicity Jones? She's the person who plays The Invisible Woman. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Her. <laughs> She's an English actress. Best, this is according to Wikipedia. Best, best known for her role in The Worst Witch and Weird Sister College. <laughs> oh, well. She also played no in Cem- Cemetery Junction. Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant had a movie. I never even heard of it called Cemetery Junction. Well, and that it, must have done well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Felicity Jones. All right. Well, I... Do uh, you have any recommendations? Yeah, I, I mean, do have a recommendation. Uh, Treme just finished. The series just finished. and uh, Oh, the, so it's over. And they purposely ended it now, or was it... Yeah, well, they this final season, HBO told them they could only do five episodes. Oh, okay. Um, so, but, it, you know, that's that's better than... I mean, it wasn't as ignominious as, the, as Deadwood that just got cut off a season early, which... I don't understand why HBO does that because they don't have ratings and shit, you know. So, yeah, it's, I guess they didn't want to spend the money. They didn't think they'd uh, get enough subscribers for it. But uh, go ahead. Tr- yeah, Treme is about New Orleans after Katrina. Everybody knows who listens to this. New Orleans is my favorite city in the U.S. And uh, so I mean that's why I started watching it. But uh, it was a, it's just a really good show. And I mean it's the kind of show. Liberals always say they want to see on TV, but then they don't actually watch because it's just about normal everyday people. I mean, literally, it's about normal everyday people. It's not there's I, there's there's like rape and and murder and and violence and stuff, but it's not that's not why the show exists. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's stuff that happens uh, organically. I feel like, and it it, it can be a bit heavy handed sometimes, but I. It comes from uh, David Simon's anger, I think, so I, I can appreciate that. Um, and I think I think just a really solid show. It's not like high drama. It's very small, kind of. But it, I mean, it is kind of about the city, you know. And and uh, I I think really good. Just not not really like other dramas on TV. There's there's no huge uh, emotional moments necessarily you know 
mm-hmm. no melodrama, uh, but but really good. So that's my recommendation, Treme. That's a good one. I I I should watch that too. All the HBO shows should be watched. I I saw an ad for a new one coming out that might be good with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that looks really fucking good, man. I don't remember the name, but yeah, it looked good. Uh, my recommendation is an old book that I just read the second book of it. Um, Richard, uh, oh, Donald Westlake series, the, the Parker series. Oh, Parker. Yeah. Uh, you sh- but he, you- go ahead. Wait, he writes, he doesn't write as Donald Westlake. He writes. No, as- Richard Stark. Yeah. Richard Stark. Yeah. And, uh, you might've heard of the movie, the, the payback was based on the first novel. The novel's much better. And, uh, yeah, they're a good series. I, I read I've read two of the books and I like them both and the, right now there's a comic book out that's based on that series that I want to pick up to just see how he, how he did the adaptation but the I just read the second one which was kind of silly but fun called The Man with the Getaway Face and the first one was called The Hunter and that's really good very good visceral crime fiction not a lot of humor in it but just great characters and uh, starkly written well starkly his name's Stark but Good stuff. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll kind of do another recommendation based on that, which is uh, Ross McDonald. Have you read him? Yeah, he's he's L- great. I've Lou Archer. Read- yeah. I mean, I think he kind of took up the mantle from uh, Hammett and Chandler, like we, who we talked about before, um, but doesn't have near the recognition that they do. And I think he was solid, and he wrote a lot more than they did. And I haven't read anything by him that I thought was crap. So. Yeah, Ross McDonald. Well, great. You have two recommendations. I had one. Oh well. Well, I oh you mentioned Game of Thrones. I I started reading it on my Kindle because you know they had like the deal where you get the five books for ten bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was reading it and I I don't know, man. Like I can see the dude probably spent like years plotting the shit out. Yeah. But then it seems like he just sat down and wrote. Like he he put no thought into the writing. He's not a wordsmith. He's well. The thing there's a lot that I don't like about the books. They're really kind of disturbing in their their rapes. There's like like a rape every other page. But what I did like about it is the chapters are are almost self-contained and they have cliffhangers each time or a lot of the time, and that's kind of fun. It's it is kind of fun. I'm talking about just the writing itself. Yeah. Um, was, what didn't you like about it? I don't think I found. Uh, to be that bad, but I I don't always notice that kind of thing. Yeah, I I find it to be pretty bad. It's like it, like just the the how he words things or yeah, and like his his use of of uh, similes and analogies oh, yeah. just ugh. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty. I, I can't say it's terribly written. It's terribly well. It's terribly written. It's plotted really well, and the characters mm. are are well thought out and stuff. Um, the writing itself is, is just like I said, it seems like he just sat down and, and like vomited it out <laughs> after he, so, after he worked on all the plotting and characters. So, so for you, the, the TV show is actually perfect because it, it, it eliminates the bad writing, writing, but it keeps the good plotting. Yeah. The TV show is not perfect to me, uh-huh. but that's a, that'll be another show. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Good year. So overall, better than 2012. I don't even remember 2012. I think it was better for me. Um, uh, I yeah, I'll say better. Yeah, I think I'm more. You know. I, oh yeah, 2013 was a very fun year. Lots of great stuff happened. So I'll say for sure better. Yeah, I think so. I, I had a good year, and I had and, a couple of fun trips to State College a bunch of times, DC a few times, New York a couple times. We were. It was last year. I saw you in New York, right? Yeah, or we this were year? in New York this year. Yeah. Yeah. So three trips, or no, two trips to New York. Yeah good year it was a good year and I, I feel like you know as i get older i'm like finding my place in the world more which is nowhere really but okay, i'm coming well, to terms with it uh, yeah, i was gonna say i don't i don't i ha- can't say that i have that but good for you so uh we wish you guys all a uh a good 2014 yes happy new year happy and new oh year. another great thing about 2013 is this podcast started this podcast did start, yeah. And uh, also, uh, AIDS ended in 2013. So that's another good positive thing. Again, much like The Rock, AIDS ended, but then it started up again. Did it? I see. I just, I mean, I just go by media reports. I don't remember 
much about AIDS in the media at all. So I just assumed it was over. Yeah, in July, they figured out if you drank Coca-Cola with Pop Rocks, it cured AIDS. And then in August, they found out there was no Pop Rocks left. They had been just... They, you know, the mining, they mined all the pop, pop rocks and there's none left on the entire face of the earth. Oh, shit. It's just like helium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're out. Fuck. Well, you know what? In 2014, we'll find something to take pop rocks place. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Toes and crossed. I think that thing will probably be just AIDS. screwed. It'll be a resurgence of AIDS. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, something to work for for, for 2015. But, um, yeah. F- uh, f- no, don't follow us. Yeah, follow like us, us on, on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Rate us highly on iTunes. I this week I hope to add us to Stitcher, so another way people can listen to us. Yeah, Stitcher. And if you're if you're a uh, dummy who can't figure out how to listen to a podcast on your phone, Stitcher is the perfect app for you, from what I understand. And write us emails at popculturecontinuum@gmail.com. Yeah, do that. And uh, really, just rate us on iTunes. You don't have to write a review. You you can just click the stars. Yeah, like yeah, literally, it takes Please. it takes one second. You can even do it on your. I, I believe you can do it on the. You don't have to go to iTunes itself. You can do it on the web page. Oh no shit! I might, I might be wrong about that, so don't. Yeah, don't listen to that. Go just angry. go to open up iTunes. You In Luddites. your phone or on the computer. Yeah, I, I think those are probably the only ways to open up iTunes. Maybe well, not necessary to spell it out, but yeah, maybe it is because they're not leaving us reviews, so. Or, they or need that to be spelled out, so yeah. Yeah. There is yeah. a witchcraft way to access iTunes, but that'll be for next episode. Which which will actually be the best songs of 2013 part two. Yes. That will Our be the luck. next episode on Monday. So um, we do apologize, but it, we got we got you know you know how it is with family. And no, I am. I don't. No, I don't either. I didn't see my family. Uh, we we just got lazy. It was the holidays. Exactly. Of video games to play. So, um, yeah, we good? We're good. All right. And uh, until next full episode, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Please could you cry too?